Okay, Shalom Aleichem. Uh, going to discuss tonight the halachas of Purim this year, how to celebrate Purim on Friday. There are many halachic differences uh, because Purim is on Friday. And so I'm not going to discuss all the laws of Purim, just the halachas which are connected to the fact that Purim is on, on Friday. And specifically about the meal of Purim and how the meal of Purim should work this year. But I do just want to mention one thing, and that is um, regarding Shalach Manas. The Rebbe said that uh, it's worthwhile to uh, always remind people about how, although people give from their families to other families a Shalach Manas, but the mitzvahs for a man to give a man, a woman to give a woman, that's a mitzvah shachmanis. So children should not fulfill their obligation just because their parents gave and their family gave. But every child who has reached the age of chinuch, reached the age of education, or even if it's a suffix, even if it's a question whether or not they're already at the age of education, they should already give shachmanis uh, because it's such an important thing in their education. And... Uh, they should give themselves a boy to a boy and a girl to a girl. Okay. Um, what time should the meal of Purim be this year? We have to have a meal on Friday night because it's Shabbos. And not only do we have to eat a meal on Friday night, we're supposed to eat that meal with a good appetite. And if we're going to eat a meal late in the day, so we're not going to be able to eat the meal of Purim uh, with the good app, with the meal of Shabbos, the good appetite, and therefore, although the halacha is in general, the Ramah says in general in a regular Purim, you daven mincha early, and this is also what it says in Chabad Sefer Menhagim, the book of our customs. It says that we daven mincha early on a regular Purim, and we eat the meal of Purim uh, by day. The uh, custom. The Ramah says, Salacha this year says the Ramah, is that the meal of Purim should be eaten in the morning. In order to be able to eat the, the meal of Shabbos with a good appetite, so the Ramah says you should eat the meal of Purim in the morning. Now, the Alter Rebbe doesn't mention this stringency, although Rabbi Ibrahim and other Chabad Poskim say that this is true. Um, not only in a, in a uh, it's better to eat the Purim Suda earlier on, like the Ramah says. However, there are others who say that uh, it's good to eat the Purim Suda, as we do in a regular year, in the early afternoon. And that's because the, the Alter Rebbe does say regarding other meals, which are mitzvah to eat, for example, a mitzvah to have a meal by a bris milah, mitzvah to have a meal by a circumcision, the Alter Rebbe says, that if you if there's a circumcision on a Friday, you're allowed to eat the suuda. You ought to start having the suuda, start having the meal, in the tenth hour of the day. Tenth hour of the day means if sunrise is at six o'clock and sunset is at six o'clock. So the shas manis. So the halachic hours would be a halacha hours would be a full sixty minutes. So the tenth hour of the day would be between three and four o'clock. So Alter Rebbe says that in general. When you have a bris meal on Friday, you're allowed to start the meal 
by the tenth hour of the day, by th- by three to four, you could ha- by the third by three o'clock, you should have started your meal already. So it seems that the logic would follow as well for Purim that it would be better to have the meal of Purim before three o'clock. So if we were to follow that logic, so the meal of Purim would be between one o'clock and three o'clock. That's when you should start the meal. A regular Purim you start at after midday, and and since we want to preserve our appetite for uh, for Shabbos, so you should, uh, the latest should be before three o'clock. That's what it would seem, according to the way the Alter presents it in Shulchan Aruch. It doesn't mention the stringency of the Ramah of having the Purim meal in the morning. Now we don't have the uh, Alter Rebbe's halachas on the laws of Purim. We just know some halachas of Purim from the way the Alter Rebbe writes about many other halachas which are connected to Purim. So it's, it's um, so there, there is um, a, uh, a various ways of looking at it, uh, whether or not the meal should be in the morning or it should be in the early afternoon, but certainly it should be done before 3 o'clock. Ordinarily, in regular Purim, uh, our minog is, we eat the meal of Purim by day, we continue with the meal of Purim at night. The Ramah says, the halacha is, that most of the meal has to be done by day. Usually by holidays, like Shabbos, for example, Shabbos continues till after Shkia, after Seskachavim, after his nightfall, until you say Havdalah, it's still considered Shabbos. Regarding Purim, though, after Shkia, after sundown, it's no longer Purim. And therefore, to do the mitzvah, the meal of Purim, on a regular year, you have to eat most of the meal before, before it gets dark. Not only should you eat the bread, but whatever you're eating for the meal of Purim, your meat and your wine, you have to eat them before it gets dark on the day of, of Purim. That's what the um, Ramah says. But this year, not only you have to have most of the meal before uh, sundown, you have to have the entire meal before sundown. Why you have to have the entire meal before sundown? Because after Shkia, after sundown, it's Shabbos, you're not allowed to eat until you have Kiddush. And therefore, you have to finish the entire meal before sundown. That's what the halacha is. Now, there is a uh, possibility that a person may want to start the meal at 3 o'clock, but sundown in Los Angeles, is uh, this, this year is around uh, 5.45, and you didn't have a chance to eat the meal of Purim yet. Should you wash? The answer is yes, you should wash. Why should you wash? Although the Alter says that it's better to eat the meal before uh, 3 o'clock, Still, it's better to um, it's better to have the meal. Um, it's better to um, have the meal of Purim later on than not to have it at all. Even though you won't be able to eat the meal of of Shabbos with a good appetite if you eat the meal of Purim later on, but still, it's a mitzvah to eat the meal of Purim, just like it's a mitzvah to eat the meal of Shabbos, and therefore, it's better to eat the meal of Purim later on than to not eat at all the meal of Purim. And therefore, if you weren't able to eat the Sudas Purim by 3 o'clock, you should, still, you, should, you should still wash and eat the meal of Purim later on until sundown. But what if it's already sundown? Then you have to stop. Now, there is a concept called Paris Mapa. What does Paris Mapa mean? Uh, actually, before we get to Paris Mapa, by the Rebbe's Fabrengans, very often, 
there was a yontif that uh, preceded a Shabbos. And our custom is at the end of every yontif, we wash and we have a febrengen. So if it was Friday, the Rebbe would have a febrengen on a Friday, bleeding into Shabbos. They would tell people to, people to wash and have a moitzi before Shabbos started. And it was, even though it was after the 10th hour of the day, it was after 3 o'clock, but still, that's what our custom is. And it's possible that the reason why this is okay is because at those meals, you wouldn't really have a full, you wouldn't really eat a full meal. You just have a motzi and say l'chaim until sundown. Just to have the, just to, to do this custom, having this fabring at the conclusion of the yontif. So that's why um, it's not an issue with Shabbos because it's, you're not eating a whole meal. However, with a whole meal of Purim, which is a full meal, that certainly has to be done earlier, can't be done close to sundown. But again, if you didn't have a chance to do it before, then you should wash until Sundown, Sunday you have to stop and, and you have to uh, bench until you have ear Kiddush. Now, there is a uh, concept called Peres What's Peres mean? Peres means that when Shabbos starts, you make Kiddush. And after you make Kiddush, you continue eating your meal. You just cover the Chalos when you make Kiddush. You uncover the Chalos after you make Kiddush. And you continue your meal. Now it's a Shabbos meal. So you've, you're allowed to continue eating because you've made Kiddush. You make Kiddush in the middle of your meal. You start your meal on the Friday. And then you make Kiddush. And you continue your meal on, on, uh, on Shabbos. So the question is, is this a good idea to do this? Is it okay to do this? Are there halachic issues? Is it worthwhile? How do we look at this concept? What's, what is the... Uh, what's our custom and what is allowed uh, regarding Peiris map? So the Altarebbe says that off the bat, there are a couple of halachic issues. If, when someone makes Kiddush in the middle of their meal, especially in Purim where you're supposed to drink specifically wine and people drink other beverages as well, but the mitzvah of Purim is specifically to drink wine. So if you made a bracha on the wine already before and you make Kiddush, you certainly can't make a bracha again on the wine. In addition to not being able to say agaf from the wine, you also, there's a question whether or not you could say hamaitzi. One way of looking at it is, as you could say hamaitzi, why could you say hamaitzi? Because when you made Kiddush, at the moment you made Kiddush, you're not allowed to continue eating, because now it's a time of Kiddush. And since now is a time of Kiddush, you're not allowed to continue eating. So therefore there's an interruption to your bracha, and therefore you're allowed to say, you should say another bracha, because your first bracha has been interrupted by the Kiddush. Just like when you uh, say you, you, you finish eating and you say the after blessing, you certainly have to say another bracha before you, you, uh, you make a, before you eat more bread. So some people say Kiddush is in the same scenario. If you daven mayriv in the middle of your meal, you're allowed to continue eating without another bracha because mayriv is not considered an interruption. However, if you do berchasamazin, if you say the after blessing, even though you know you're going to continue eating, you still say new bracha. The bracha samazin, the after blessing, is considered interruption. So Kiddush is in between. It's not like davening, it's not like benching, it's in between. And there's an argument whether or not the bracha samazin, whether or not the benching is considered a total stop, an interruption to the meal. So there's an argument. Some say you should say a bracha vameitzi when you wash before sundown and you make Kiddush at sundown and you want to continue eating. Some people say you should say another bracha vameitzi. Some people say you shouldn't. 
So what does the Alter Rebbe say to do? The Alter Rebbe says, don't do it. Alter Rebbe says, a Baal Nefesh, someone who's very strict with keeping the mitzvahs of Hashem, should not make Kiddush um, after sundown. That's Alter Rebbe says. Now, at the Rebbe's Fabrengans, until the year Tavshin uh, 1984, Tavshin Dal this was done. The Rebbe himself will never do this, but by the Rebbe's Fabrengans, this was done in public, and it seems like it was by the Rebbe's encouragement to allow people to continue eating and continue their Fabrengan, and there was a Kiddush made. So it seems that although there are those who have to be careful about this, the Rebbe himself wouldn't do it, uh, the Friedrich Rebbe wouldn't do it, the Rebbe Hashab once did make Kiddush and he regretted it, um, I think it was the last year of, of in this world, and there's a whole story, the Friedrich Rebbe, he wanted, he tried to hide the wine so his father shouldn't make the Kiddush and someone else wanted him to. Anyways, but it's not the custom of Rebbeim ever to do Paris Mappa. However, it seems like from the, from the Rebbe's Fabrengans that they were not concerned with this halachic issue because as Al-Tabas says, it's only a problem for a Baal Nefesh. But there is another issue. Another issue is, according to Kabbalah, on Friday night, there's a whole order of how the meal is supposed to work. First, you're supposed to daven ma'ariv. Now, after you daven ma'ariv, you make kiddush, and every prayer accomplishes something in the sphere of and in divine revelations in heaven. There is an, there's a hierarchy of how things progress, and therefore you're supposed to do things in order. First is Kabbalah Shabbos, then there's ma'ariv, then there's kiddush, and not only according to Kabbalah, but even according to halacha, there's an order. Allah is, there's a Vayichulu that we say in the nighttime of Shemana Esri. There's a Vayichulu we say after Shemana Esri. And then there's another Vayichulu that we say in the Kiddush. So there's an order, and therefore that order has to be followed. And that's another reason, perhaps, why our Rebbeim would not do the order of Kapers Mappa. However, again, since the Rebbe did encourage this by the Fabrengans, or allowed it to encourage it, either way, it seems that this is not, the, this is not an issue. However, there's another issue. In uh, the Rebbe, 19, uh, again, 1984, he said this, should, this, this is not to be done because he said that when people did this, there were bilbulim, there were mistakes. In other words, people did not know the halachas of how to do this properly. And because of that, the Rebbe said that they shouldn't do it. To the extent that in 1988, in Tashim Ches, the Rebbe said, we, this has been stopped to be done in Chabad. It's no longer the Chabad custom to do this at all. So we don't do this. Now, it's still important to know the halachas, because first of all, it's Torah, and second of all, those who do not have, follow the Chabad Minhag, how should they proceed if they want to do this? So let's discuss a little bit how this, how this works. If you're not Chabad and you want to make Kiddush, what you have to consider halachically um, Besides the issue of saying Hamaitzi, besides the issue of the Kabbalistic order and the of, of Kiddush after Mairif, there are there are other issues. Number one, if you're going to um, uh, make Kiddush after Shkia, so your family has to wait for you to 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 make to hear Kiddush. So at what point should you make Kiddush? By the Rebbe's Fabrengans, when someone made Kiddush, when would they make the Kiddush? They would make the Kiddush specifically after after half hour after sundown. That's when the Kiddush was made by the Rebbe's Fabrengans. On the surface, the reason why Kiddush was made so late could be because of several reasons. Perhaps one reason might be because in order to, the Altar writes that even if you have 
you, you're allowed to make Kiddush earlier on, on a regular Friday, you want to make Kiddush earlier, you, you can. However, the Alter Rebbe says, there's an opinion which says you should, you should try to have at least an um, um, ounce of... Yudah, can you hear me, Yudah? Okay. The Alter Rebbe says you should at least have a kazayas, an ounce, about 28 grams, after it's nightfall already. You let us start your meal before, but other mentions an opinion which says to do the mitzvah of, of Sh- the Shabbos meal, it's, it, you need to continue your Shabbos meal according to one opinion until it's already nightfall. You can start earlier, but you should continue into the night. And so perhaps that's the reason why the Rebbe told people to wait to do Paris Mapa, to wait to make Kiddush until it was already nighttime in order that they should be able to do the mitzvah of eating the Shabbos meal, which... They wouldn't be doing that mitzvah if they would point that opinion. It's also another another possible reason is when the previous Rebbe in Tavshin Dalit said that uh, when you say the after blessing, uh, if you if you would start your meal on a uh, Friday and on its yontiv, it's let's say it's Simchas Torah, and you continue your meal into Shabbos Bereshis, so now you have. Yalavayavi to say, and you have Ritzay to say. So there are opinions which say that this is an issue. You can't do both because Yalavayavi uh, is for Friday and Shabbos, and Ritzay is for Shabbos. So you can't say them both on the same benching. It's a contradiction in itself. But the previous Shabbos said we say both Ritzay and we say also say Yalavayavi. And that's what was announced also by the Rebbe Sverbrengans that if you start the meal on Friday, continue on to Shabbos, you should say both. So perhaps the reason why the Rebbe told people to wait to make Kiddush until nightfall was in order that they should be able to say Ritzay, because you can only say Ritzay if you eat. The Rebbe himself will not say Ritzay, because the Rebbe himself will not eat after sundown. But because of, but if you wanted to be able to say uh, Ritzay in benching, you would have to eat an ounce of bread after it's already Shabbos. And perhaps that's the reason why they were told the people to wait to do to make Kiddush until Tzitzit It could be, there are other, other reasons. It could be just like, just like according to Kabbalah, there's a reason Davin Meirev later. Our custom is to Davin Meirev specifically later. And that could be that for Kiddush as well. I don't know. But either way, those reasons, except for the Kabbalistic reason, shouldn't apply to the meal of Purim. Because regarding the meal of Purim, um, we're not worried about you eating uh, more food on Shabbos to fill the mitzvah of eating your meal on, on after nightfall, because after all, you're, you're going to continue eating for many hours. It's just the meal of Purim. You're going to continue for many hours. So certainly, you're not. We're not worried about you uh, only eating before nightfall. So, so therefore, there shouldn't be an issue of making kiddush earlier. And conversely, there's a bigger issue by when you have a meal with your family of making kiddush later, because after sundown. No one's allowed to eat anymore. So you're going to be sitting there for half an hour until you make Kiddush, and everyone in your family was already in the middle of a meal, going to stop eating for 30 minutes until you make Kiddush. It's, on, it's going to be a whole great effort to cause everyone to stop eating until you make Kiddush. And therefore, it would seem it's a lot better if you're going to do Paris Mappa to make Kiddush in the middle of your meal, to make Kiddush before sundown. Not to wait to make Kiddush after nightfall. But there's another issue. The other issue is, even if you're going to make Kiddush at home, you are going to miss out on a Mairif with a Minyan. You're going to miss out on a Baruch So that's another issue. 
Now you might say, okay, I'll have a minion in my house. I have a minion in my house, and we'll all have them together. So I'll have Mayriv and Baruchu and Kiddush. But there are still more issues. Um, even if you uh, do make Kiddush earlier on, you have to also be take care of another issue. And that issue is that once you make Kiddush, your meal is now a Shabbos meal. It's no longer a Purim meal. So at what point are you going to make Kiddush? You have to make sure to make Kiddush after you've eaten whatever you're supposed to eat for a Purim meal. And then you have to eat whatever you're going to eat for a Shabbos meal after you make Kiddush. You have to have a full Purim meal and a full Shabbos meal. Once you make Kiddush, it's no longer the Purim meal. It's a Shabbos meal. And there's an argument about whether or not you can fulfill the mitzvah of a Purim meal once you make Kiddush already. And therefore it seems that you shouldn't make Kiddush an hour before sundown, although you're luckily allowed to Kiddush an hour before sundown, but that would cut your Purim meal short. You intend to have a full Purim meal. And you shouldn't make Kiddush a half hour after sundown because you have to watch your family not to eat anything. It would seem that if you're going to do this, the best time to make Kiddush would be right, by, right before sundown so that your family will be able to continue eating and without any interruption. Um, that w- that's what seems to be the best thing. But you're still not out of the woods. There's still other issues as well. Other issue is, at what point should you daven Mayrif? At what point should you daven Mayrif? Uh, there, there. We know that the Ramah is famous. The Ramah used to walk outside on night of Purim, night after Purim, and he would tell people to uh, to be careful to not forget to daven Meir because people were so uh, you know drunk after the meal of Purim and they would forget to daven Meir. So the Ramah would go around and remind people daven Meir, which is also another issue. Um, when you, in, on, on every year, uh, at what point should I have married in a regular year? There is a um, it, the issue is like this: once you dive in Mayrif, it's now considered the next day, and if it's considered the next day, you cannot say Alanisim. Alanisim is something that you say in, for the meal of Purim. But you can't say Alanisim once you've already davened Mairev for, for Shabbos, because now it's already the next day. So although you started your meal earlier, and we said before the previous Shabbos said, you could say Yalav Yaveh, and you could say uh, Ritzay in the same, in the same benching, but there's not the case for Alanisim. Once you daven Mairev, it's no longer considered Purim regarding the, the saying Alanisim, and your benching is going to not have Alanisim. So therefore, it would seem the best thing to do is finish your meal, and say the after blessing, and then Davin Myers to allow you to say this special on this, and they'll only say a few times a year. That's what it seemed the best thing to do is. And that is what the Magin Avram says to do. Magin Avram says the best thing to do is to finish your meal and say Brech Samozin and say on this, and then Davin Myers, because if Davin Myers in the middle, you can't say on this anymore. However, the Prima Godim disagrees. The Prima Godim says, one second, if you're going to Davin Mairiv uh, later, after you finish your meal, you may never get to Mairiv. You're going to be so drunk. First of all, there's Allah's issues about if you're allowed to Davin Mairiv when you're drunk. There, there's a certain point we're not allowed to Davin Mairiv. Allah talks about being in front of a king and how when you Davin to Hashem, how you have to be very serious. And so if a person is so drunk, they can't speak in front of a king, they're not allowed to Davin Mairiv. So therefore, the Prima Godam said it would be much better to dive a Mayev earlier 
and not say and not say on this, and that would be a better advice. And Rabbi Chaim Noah says, especially this is true um, for other reasons as well. Um, to it's not to be concerned of alanisim, which is has the less of a weighty obligation to say alanisim. There is to say alviyave, and just like when on on, on a regular, um, and, and therefore he says, Rabbi Chaim Noah says that it's better to dive in the middle of your meal and not say alanisim. However, Rabbi Bron and many other Chabad poskim say that if you are going to be Paris Mapa, which is not the Chabad Minog, but if you're not Chabad and that's what you're doing, so it's better to uh, uh, Davin Mayriv after you finish benching so that you could say Alhanisim in your uh, benching. So I want to point out one more point, and that is that uh, the Rebbe said that since this year, Purim is on Friday, and Purim, Shabbos doesn't want to minimize in, this, in, the, in the joy of Purim. And therefore, the Shabbos after Purim, especially in general, uh, it's, the day after Purim is Shushan Purim. But especially this year, we have a, a great opportunity and celebration to continue the Suda and the Simcha of Purim. The whole discussion till now is about the halachic, what you say and what you don't say, regarding the joy of Purim. It has to be exactly the same way it is on Purim, should be continued also on Shabbos, especially because of all these halachic issues of finishing the meal, that should not finish the Simcha of Purim. The Simcha of Purim continues, especially in the Shushan Purim. And the main thing is we should go, we should go before the Geula of Purim, to the Geula Mitzvah Shreima, to Mashiach Sakenu, and continue with Mashiach in Yerushalayim to celebrate the Simcha of Purim as it says that even after Mashiach comes the Simcha of Purim will still be considered a significant Simcha since the Simcha of Purim is such a fantastic Simcha all other Yom Tevim it says they'll be considered significant compared to the Simcha of Mashiach but the Simcha of Purim will still be considered a joyous day even after Mashiach comes because it's an infinite Simcha Ad Yada any questions either? alright Thank you for joining. A good night and I'm afraid of